Hello, welcome back. This is Catherine Jerez. My pronouns are they, them, and theirs. And this is my channel, Psychic Brows. This week's series is titled Crossing Over, Seven Things That I've Learned. Today's topic is Healing Goes Both Ways. So, the reason I wanted to talk on this is because the title of the series is Things That I've Learned. And I've said, um, and you'll hear me say more than once, a lot of this I learned on the job. And um, every reading is a little bit of a piece of anxiety for me because every reading, I don't know what I'm going into. And I don't know what I'm going to have to learn in the moment. And that also means I have to be incredibly open and really let go of control. And anybody who does know me, I am a self-admitted control freak. So um, it takes a lot of balance on my end to allow that to happen. Um, But when I do, that is when it comes through the best, obviously. So when I say healing goes both ways, what I'm referring to is very often when people come or seek out getting a reading specifically to connect with a loved one who's passed, um, there's healing they're seeking out on their end. And and that's wonderful. I mean, that it can be life-changing for people. It can get people unstuck out of a moment that they've been spinning in. Uh, it can give people clarity. It can give them just, uh, for lack of sound, you know, I don't want to sound cliche, but closure on a piece at points or just the comfort they need for that moment. I do not take it lightly, and I don't know anybody that does this kind of work that that does take it lightly. I think if you experience it, you know how, what an honor it is and what an honor you have to conduct it with. So when somebody comes to seek connecting with a loved one who's passed, You know, obviously healing is a part of that for them um, for the majority of the time. And so that was something that I would do readings with, do mediumship with, and it was just kind of a given, (laughs) okay? Um, Intuitive. (laughs) It was just a given. Most people get that. But um, I guess the part that surprised me, and it was just a moment like a light bulb click for me, was uh, when I realized that it goes both ways, that it's not just about healing the person who is living here on earth, but it also is for healing the person who has passed. And I saw that in real time. And this is why it's one of you know, my memorable um, lessons that I learned, because I'll never forget it. I was doing a reading and I had connected um, with somebody's uh, sibling who had passed and when I uh, wanted to first talk with them I couldn't um, so there's this phenomenon that I've witnessed a number of times and so I've created my own terms for it um, you know to make that's how I refer to things for myself and so when I have somebody that is unable to talk after they've passed um, due to what I call trauma or healing or confusion. 
I often see them in what I call intensive care, okay? Um, and that's just a visual that's given to me to make sense of it to me. And that would be an example of a time when you want to talk to someone. Why aren't they coming through? Well, sometimes they can't. It takes so much energy to go between dimensions or whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to be honest, they do more of the work than we do. Or <laughs> they do more of the work than I do. Um, and um, it takes a lot of energy to do that. So... Um, and I joke when I say it, it takes a lot of work for me too. That's why I'm very cautious about boundaries on it. But um, they can't, if they're recently passed over, and I find it a lot when they're super confused, super heartbroken, uh, didn't want to go, they were surprised by it. Um, there was a, just a, a lot of trauma maybe around the death um you know you think of the extreme of like a, a murder or you know um someone taking their own life things like that sometimes what happens is i can't talk to them and they're in what i call icu okay and they show me to them kind of in their own bubble in their own type of little room and i can't get to them because they need all this energy right now to heal and get past this moment that they're in so that they can start their transition into their next you know piece of their life okay um i had somebody that when i tried to talk with her it was like it's like if you're feeling a pulse on somebody who was dying and their pulse was super weak that's what it felt like her energy when i was trying to connect with her she was there but she was so, it was just, I could barely connect with her. And I um, could barely kind of get her to like peek out of her ICU at me. And, and it wasn't because it's just she couldn't. She didn't have the energy to. And um, I had talked with the people I was reading for. And I said, you know, she looks so skinny to me. So skinny. And... Um, her addiction, uh, eating, eating disorder, addiction was, um, you know, she didn't want it to take her life, but she was so wrapped in that and other addictions that it did. And, you know, they, you know, and she wanted them to know that, you know, she wanted to be with them. That wasn't planned, but she just couldn't get out of it. And, um, the siblings were obvious, you know, they are, they confirmed that yes, that was the cause of her death and her passing, and and they uh, immediately just started, you know, proclaiming how much they loved her and they didn't blame her, and how um, they never did, and and they just were outpouring all this love, and as they did this, I watched in real time as this person who passed that I could barely connect with because she was so weak, I watched her get stronger and I felt her get stronger. Her energy got more and more. And I said to the people, I said, keep doing this. <laughs> keep doing this. This is helping her. This is helping her. And it was like 
a montage of healing. And I mean, she didn't go to a hundred, but I, it got her to a point, their love that they were expressing and sending to her and forgiving her and all, uh, it was that, it was that forgiveness piece. It, um, and just that unconditional love and, um, that there was no resentment. She grew and she healed in front of my eyes to a point where I could even connect with her more. And that was the first moment that I realized, and maybe that sounds silly to people, but it was like the light bulb moment for me that healing goes both ways. It's not just for those here on earth. It's also for those who have passed. And, you know, when you think about it, lots of things come from, lots of sayings come from other things, and the stories can get changed or diluted or pieces, or like the story gets broken apart, and you only get a piece of the story, not the whole thing. But think of where you hear sayings. Like, I grew up with, you know, uh, a religious background that was, you know, you pray for those who had passed, right? You pray for others. And, um... Now I was like, I get it. (laughs) I get, I get why you pray for them because it's just as important for them as it is for you. And that would be, you know, you'll hear me say so many things repeated because it just resonates through so many themes. But one of the things you'll hear me say a lot is different sayings, same meaning, right? So you'll find that there are a lot of different religions or cultures or belief systems that will have um, different things that mean the same thing. So um, yeah, that that's what clicked for me with uh, when you pray for those who have passed. It's because you are sending them healing and I got to see it in real time. And I'm, it was one of the most transformative, awe-inspiring, amazing things I've witnessed because I saw how love healed, and I never saw or felt something like that at that level before. It was truly beautiful. Thank you for joining today. Hi, thanks for watching. If you'd like more psychic or bra-related content, be sure to comment and let me know. Otherwise, I'll see you next time. Take care.